0: It's Simon here from Sterling Coaching, and welcome to this podcast episode in which I'm joined by Katie, who is a strategy coach. Katie's natural ability to break things down and explain them simply means that she can help her clients cut through the overwhelm, gain clarity in their business, and take action to get the life that they want. Now, Katie and I have had a sort of a pre-qualification, I suppose, chat to find out a little bit more about each other prior to this. And I learned a lot more about her, which is in the bio that I've got in front of me. She graduated from Bath University in the year 2000, started working as a receptionist in a marketing agency. And in that agency, over 12 years, her role really developed and she became quite proficient in all areas of that business to the point where she learned every aspect of how the agency ran. And in 2013, she decided to start her own business. Uh, But she's also got a bit of a passion for baking cakes. And listeners, you can't see this, but I can. Behind her, she's got what looks like a mannequin, but it's actually a cake. Now, I've just asked her, and we've just been speaking about this, Katie, haven't we? if it's a cake that you can eat, but you said you've actually got it in polystyrene in the center and then you've built the cake around. It's not quite the cake that I would love to get my teeth into. No, can't
1: eat um, that one unfortunately.
0: But you've still got that cake making business as, as a hobby, but obviously you've taken the whole theme of cake making and the way that you've looked at your life around the way that you've developed through the agency and helped the agency uh, get to that point. So now you've got a a sort of a a piece of cake coaching, which as we when we spoke last, I think is one of the best titles of a coaching business I've ever come across. And coaches, if you're listening to this, and I've spoken to you before, sorry, yeah, (laughs) Katie literally does take the cake with that uh, title of piece of cake coaching. Uh, So it's great to have you on today's podcast. Welcome.
1: Hello, it's great to be here.
0: And. It's so interesting to see somebody who has taken a theme of their life and their passion and, you know, not just gone into the uh, Katie Bakey, I think was the name of the yeah, business. Katie Bakey was the cake business.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what what a flip into coaching, into piece of cake coaching as well. And I think the reason I love the title so much, Katie, is not just the fact that it ties in with the identity of cake. But it resonates with the fact that we want something that is pretty straightforward. I don't want to use the word simple or easy, but we want it to feel like it's a piece of cake. Yes. And if you can do that for your clients, then I'm sure they're going to stay with you and pay you for years and years and years (laughs) and (laughs) really, really take value from what you give them.
1: That's the aim. I think business sometimes when you read certain books or you look at things or you start you, you know it seems complicated but yeah. it really doesn't have to be it's it's all about breaking it down into the steps and yeah. just following those steps and um, so yeah so when I thought of the name um I kind of I you know I'm denied I think I said to you before a lot of coaches use their name um as as um their business name but when I thought of it I kind of just thought no it ties into my my background is running a business as a cake maker and then I my purpose as the coach is to try and make yeah make life as simple um as straightforward as possible so when piece of cake came into my head I stuck with it
0: and sounds delicious as well, which is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> we're going we're to get, get all the cake puns out during this, <laughs> trust me. So, uh, and I think, you know, the, the other thing, um, before we get on to what you're drinking today, I think the other thing that's important for many businesses that are out there, as well as coaches and consultants, very often it's getting a name of the business that does what it says on the tin. And, you know, that for me is not overcomplicating it, it's showing people and your clients what you're all about. Yeah, you know, and you know, I've been, I wouldn't say stuck with the name Sterling as a business for, for decades, it literally has been decades. But yeah, you know, I think it has to mean something to you, doesn't it? And having your name is, is okay. And I'm sure there's lots of people that you know use their name in their business, but very often we've got to look at it with that simplistic view. Uh, of not only what we call ourselves but actually what it is we deliver and I love the fact that your name fits with both yeah it fits with your identity but it also helps customers feel at ease that you know if i want a coach who's going to make things easy for me (laughs) who's actually going to give me something that's useful easy to implement yeah the title says it all doesn't it so well done
1: yeah it does what it says on the tin
0: yeah yeah (laughs) exactly so i've got my coffee and i know you're not drinking coffee today so tell us a little bit about what you're drinking and and why
1: so uh, i have a very big mug of green tea Mm -hmm. um because um i actually have a a kind of a dairy intolerance and uh a long time ago um I saw someone and they suggest to kind of check how serious the intolerance was to cut it out for an entire month and then after the month almost like eat all the cheese, eat all the dairy, see what happens Um, and I um, as part of that I stopped drinking milk in tea and I didn't really like black tea particularly but then what happened was I never loved the taste of milk anyway, but after the 30 days, when I went to drink my cup of tea, it was almost like, all I could taste was the milk and it ruined mm. tea for me. And I love a cup of tea. And I was quite upset for a while um, because I was like, this has ruined my cup of tea. Yeah. So I started drinking green tea and, um, But actually, I love it now as much as I used to like um, normal tea. And also it makes me feel like I'm being really healthy and kind of virtuous.
0: Sounds healthy. (laughs) Yeah, sounds healthy.
1: Because they say it's full of antioxidants and all that kind of thing. So green tea.
0: Yeah. And you get all the different variants, don't you? I I like uh, the sort of jasmine. You get some with cranberries in as well, which I quite like. So sometimes you get the tints as well, don't you, that make it quite nice.
1: I've got uh well, this one's with lemon.
0: Oh, ah, okay. Which yeah. which is
1: very nice. So that's one of my favourite ones, the green tea with, with the lemon. But yeah. yeah. And the other thing is, um if it goes cold, you can still drink it. It still tastes <laughs> nice cold.
0: Yeah. See, I don't mind drinking normal tea cold. Oh
1: but, right, okay. But
0: coffee, uh when coffee goes cold, that I just no, can't drink it
1: yeah no yeah. I, I don't i would never drink but you know like you used to kind of sit there you get absorbed in what you're doing and you kind of reach for the mug and you pick yeah. it up <laughs> now with just because it's just kind of water really um it's fine so hence we have an extra big mug because yeah. if it goes cold i can still carry on drinking and,
0: and it's it's intriguing we've we've had some podcasts in the Past which have talked about mugs and reasons that people drink out of mugs. Now, listeners, you can't see this, but Katie has <laughs> one, as she said quite a few times. It's quite a large mug, but it looks like it's got Winnie the Pooh on it. it does. Little, describe the mug for listeners that they can't see it. Just give us a bit of a picture it's, of the mug.
1: It's a big mug. It's kind of rounded, and uh, it has a uh, yellow at the top, green at the bottom. It's kind of Winnie the Pooh standing in a field of poppies.
0: Great, and I, I love the shape of it because I, it wasn't until I noticed the wing of the Pooh because it has almost a wing of the Pooh belly shape yeah, to it, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's like uh, a barrel shape. Yeah,
1: yeah I had uh, I had one at uni. Someone bought it for me, um, and ever since then, I've always. I, I think I broke it. It's here. It is currently a pen pot because oh, no. I couldn't. I couldn't part with it. This one is Winnie the Pooh sleeping in a bed, and that's what yeah. someone bought for me at uni. Um, and ever since then, I've always had to have a giant Winnie the Pooh mug. Yeah.
0: But what a great thing! I've I've had so many mugs broken, particularly the handles. You know, yeah, the, the handle broke. Yeah. yeah, I've had some amazing mugs, and I've discarded them when somebody in the office has broken it. Use it to put your pens, pens and your pencils look, in. You, yeah,
1: you can't see this, but it's pen pot. Perfect yeah. on my desk.
0: There you go. Well, that's it. We can finish the podcast right there. We've we've had the lesson. That's a top tip. Yeah. (laughs) Use your broken mugs, put pens in. And the
1: handle breaks off. Put all your pens in it on your desk.
0: That's it. Our work here is done. Thank you, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) So you've talked about. Green tea and the way you drink it. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else that you like to drink at any other times of the day? Have you got a favourite tipple or favourite drink uh, as well as green tea that you like to have?
1: This is going to sound incredibly boring, but I, it's like I have a range of props here. Also on my desk yep. is a pint of water. Um, when I was a child, um, my mum's older sister said to her something like, um, if she's crying, it Might just be she's thirsty, give her some water.
0: Right. My
1: mum took her literally and didn't ever give me anything else to drink <laughs> until I reached the age where I started requesting things. Yep. But the point being, I drink water like I just drink water. I, there's a pint of water, at brick rush, in every room in my house. Um, so I mainly drink water and green tea. Unless there are cocktails, then it's a whole different story. So, Uh, uh, fruity cocktails, cocktails, so some, you know, strawberry daiquiri. I love passion fruit. So, uh, I do like a star martini.
0: What's I? Was, sorry, porn star martini.
1: Yeah, I don't know why they're called that, but Marks and Spencer's. You know you buy them oh, in the I'm lot. writing
0: that down. <laughs> porn Star Martini. Pornstar
1: <laughs> Martini. Marks and Spencer's. You know, like you can get the ready mixed cocktails yeah. in a can. I think originally when they did it, they did call it the proper name, and then their branding obviously decided it didn't really fit with Marks and Spencer's. So mm. it's now called a Passion Star Martini. Passion's in Marks not- and Spencer's. Great. <laughs> because they yeah. decided, I have no idea why it's called that. It's just passion fruit, um, but it comes with a shot of prosecco on the side. So maybe uh, I don't know.
0: Oh, that sounds nice. Yeah, but it's I, the
1: passion fruit that I like.
0: Yeah, somebody sent me a whiskey cocktail, and I haven't drunk it yet. It was one of these um where you jumped on a webinar and you got sent a cocktail because oh, yeah. you were on the webinar, which is quite quite nice. I've had a couple like that, uh, but this guy sent me one as a special gift outside of the webinar. And I haven't had a chance to drink it yet. I'm not a cocktail fan generally myself, only because I can never remember the names. That's why I've written it down. And I think the bar people, when you go to these kind of cocktails, there's a bit of a, I don't know, an expectation that you should know what you're talking about when you order it. See, but
1: also, do you not think that's an opportunity for conversation?
0: It is, it is. But I, I always feel a bit intimidated. Oh. buy it and i don't know if it's because generally bartenders tend to be stood behind bars that are higher up as well so they're already at an elevated status as well and then i get then i can't remember the name of it oh. and i sort of stumble of oh i want a whiskey type one that you know is a little and they're like and in the end i just go for something you know manhattan that's it. it's only one i can ever remember I just have a manhattan please See, um... to
1: be fair i don't tend to stand up or go to bars if i can help it i'm first sitting so um, then you've um, got um, a menu in front of you people yeah. come to you you can sit there oh, and look at yeah. the menu. so therefore if you try that first a lot more relaxed
0: yeah, and then
1: yeah. uh, you're not feeling under pressure and they're standing at the table and have a little chat yeah
0: and i'm always i'm always you know always conscious you know being a conscious of air and you know conscious of cost i'm always looking down the menu thinking how much Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, that's yes. Yeah, and my <laughs> wife, my, my wife ordered one at a bar in Newark um, called the Ram and the cocktail. I can't even remember what it was. I think it was a pina colada. Oh. But it was something like 15 pounds for this pina colada. And I thought, how much? But when it came, it was like a goldfish bowl full of pina colada. I mean, it kept her going all night. It was the best value cocktail she's ever, ever had because it just kept yeah. her going all night. and She loved it
1: cocktails can be expensive but I drink quite slowly um with alcohol oh. um so I'm I don't drink very quickly but yeah if you drink quickly they're, they're
0: um, yeah it's a real shame they, yeah.
1: they do tend to eat into your budget quite a lot
0: yeah yeah so who knew where this was going we're talking about green tea and now we're talking about cocktails so cocktails. porn star martini that is porn the one I'm going to show off you know next week when we can go inside bars I'm going to go in <laughs> and I'm going to say barman I want a porn star martini
1: yeah they're really tasty.
0: Look out for the Facebook post of that. I'm going to do that. And I'll, I'll <laughs> I let you all know be. how it goes next week. <laughs> so thinking about your, your own business then and piece of cake coaching, um, what's been the most significant thing or perhaps the latest thing that you've worked on in your own business?
1: So for me, I was thinking about this was automation. Okay. And um, on board, my onboarding process for my clients so yeah. i've used it in two ways um i've used the same kind of systems to get people onboarded faster without any involvement from me um so they're able to kind of you know sign in contracts sending through the invoice filling in questionnaires rather yeah. than you know the whole process waiting for them to do it send it back for me me to notice Mm. they've sent it back then i send them the next bit so automated but then also incorporating that into being uh people being able to buy things from me faster because obviously in the buying process in your business if there's a block you can lose people so if i kind of say to sign up for my workshop get in touch or email me so for the things that are set um you know if you're signing up for a workshop or buying a course it's all again automated with the payment processor the link the sales page sending through all of the stuff through my mail system so um i've been doing a lot of automation to create workflows and it saves me time and also it, it stops me losing them because i've not got back to them
0: yeah And I think that's really important there uh, for all the listeners to pick up on as well, because you know we've talked about this perhaps in the past, and I've put a few posts out there. People very rarely make that initial buying decision on price. What they do is initially they buy on emotion, which generally is the feeling-based thing, and convenience, as you're talking about there, is is very much. You know, a key element of the buying decision. And if it becomes so hard, I've, I've been trying to buy a car over the last couple of months and it's become so hard with the two people that I initially dealt with. And I ended up getting a car from somebody who just made it so easy yeah. for me to buy. And within a week, I'm in the car that I want. Yeah. Um, and I, I didn't ask for any discount, you know, because I was just so happy i could get what i wanted when wanted i wanted yeah and yeah he told me i got a good price and he told me that he discounted it because it got some delivery miles only and things like that but people very often yes we might justify it with logic but you're right if you can make it easy for people to buy from you that makes such a huge huge difference yeah
1: because like you said it's that kind of emotion and if you or doing a Facebook post or an Instagram post, or you're doing something and you're tapping into something where maybe if it's a product or a service, but they have a need, you have a solution at that instant yep. while they're feeling that emotion, they're more likely to then commit and buy. And if they can just click on a link and it takes them through and they can do it, even if they're reading that post at one o'clock in the morning and then everything is all automated. Yeah. It's, it's going to be much if, if they have to get in touch and then you're not like around and you don't get back to them, they might have then actually wanted that thing so much. They've gone and found someone else like Correct. you did with the car. So yeah. yeah, I think also with the automation, it's, you know, the more people, the, the busier I'm getting, I don't have time to be sending out everybody's contracts and checking whether they filled in their Completely. questionnaires and all this kind of thing. So you know, it's a waste, it's a waste of my time if there is a computer system that can do it for me and I can go and
0: drink some coffee. So for those that are listening to this that think, yeah, that's okay, I've been wanting to do that for some time, but there's just so much choice out there. and, yeah. and there is, there's a huge there amount is. of choice. Yes. Um, and I'm not saying anything we're going to talk about in this podcast is recommended, or we get any kind of affiliates <laughs> or anything like that. Of course, we're always open to sponsorship. But if you could share a couple of resources that you've had because i think it's important that we do share something that's worked for us what what's been particularly effective yeah, as part of your so automation
1: i've researched a lot of things and i've paid attention to you know the things that other people when when i bought something what process what system have i been through yeah. um and i've seen so i ended up choosing um dubsado which okay. is the um, it's actually designed for creatives but anyone can kind of use it but it also has a um kind of client section so if you are needing people to approve things and you're sending people proofs of things or you can but um it, it works for businesses that aren't creative as well but it's very much everything's automated and that's where my workflows are with um sending out questionnaires, then when they've filled in the oh. questionnaire, it'll send them the contract. When they've signed the contract, it'll send them the invoice. Then when they've paid the invoice, it can send them like the next bit, the next bit. So yeah. that's and what so
0: Dubsado. what's that called again?
1: It's called Dub Sardo D-U-B-S-A-D-O. Dub Sardo. Dub The good thing about it is most things when you're doing a trial you have two weeks or you have 30 days or you have something to get the hang of it and and so you sign up and then inevitably something comes along and you don't really get around to doing it yeah Sado doesn't do that it lets you have three clients or three Mm. projects yeah so you can spend a year playing with it And checking how all of the workflows work and how all of the things work. Um, It connects to your email so that when it sends out the emails, you know, it comes from your email address. So it is very good in that respect. If you want to be able to play around with it before you commit to buying it, they give you the time to do that. Um, So... I started off with Dubsado, um, doing it all myself. And then I moved on to, for the purchasing, I decided to buy Thrivecart.
0: Oh, yes. Yep.
1: Yeah. So it's like a one-off payment. Um, and then you can create as many products, as many sales pages, as many things as you want. You need a, um, an actual payment processor that integrates yep. with it. So I use um, Stripe. So um, now to get Thrivecart and Dubsado to talk to each other, you do need something called Zapier. Yes, yeah,
0: yeah. So it, you need a little the zap. Zapier.
1: Yep. A little zap. They don't quite talk to each other yet. Um, but that wasn't such a big deal for me because yeah. I um, – most of the things that I sell through Thrivecart is actually like a workshop or something. So I – at the moment i use mailerlite for my emails yep. which is free um and so for the purchased workshops and things i use five cart for the sales page and they know what they're yeah. buying and they click and they buy and everything and then i've connected that to mailerlite and then that sends out an automated email uh, funnel, which you know has the Zoom link in, you know, because it's all fixed, it's not variable. So um, that's the. Yeah. So uh, I've used Obsado, ThriveCart, MailerLite, and Zapier. Yeah,
0: and all of those for many of people listening to it, and they all make perfect sense to me because at some point I'm either using all of them or <laughs> you know I use ThriveCart for affiliates, so yeah. I've got quite a few affiliate payouts that I use ThriveCart for. Uh, which works really, really well. Stripe. Uh, at the moment, I'm I, I, I do use Stripe a little bit. Um, most of my merchant banking is done, and the way I take payments uh, has is escalating in cost quite a bit. You know, yeah, they're, they're now char- charging me premium rates for commercial cards and business cards, where I used to pay twenty pence for a debit card. I'm now paying one point nine nine percent for a debit card. Well, Stripe is cheaper than that. Yeah. And I don't have to pay all the minimum fees. So um, the only issue for me with Stripe and if Stripe, if you're listening to this or anybody at Stripe, that'd be great because the only thing that stops me using it, and I'd put, you know, a lot of money through Stripe every month, if they just reduce the amount of time it takes to pay it out here in the UK because it's seven days. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: Lots of other places in the world. You bill somebody today, you get it in your bank tomorrow. Stripe yeah. is seven days here in the UK, which is a bit of a, an issue for nice me nice
1: and cheeky hanging on to the money
0: yeah and, that's, <laughs> and, that, and you're right I mean that does actually you know where is it where does it sit well obviously well, it's making them money isn't yeah. it
1: but then I guess maybe that's that's why they're able to um charge less on the fees and things
0: yeah but most know. most things tend to be about that I mean I you know I only pay 1.5 percent for American Express so, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But for, for the listeners, you know, we're, we're talking about the technical stuff here. But these are all questions that I think sometimes, you know, you mentioned in your bio about overwhelm. Yeah, A lot of these things can be very overwhelming. And all of what we've just said will make people probably go, ah, well, that sounds way too much for me to learn and for me to know. And I, I love the way you said about Dubsado gives you that time to be able to use it. What would you say to those listeners that say? And the thinking that just sounds like too much. What, what, what? You know, helping people with overwhelm is what you do. So, how would you encourage them just to, to take the first step?
1: So, there are two ways of doing it. It depends on your budget. Uh, if you have the money, there are tech VAs. Yeah, there are people out there whose sole job it is who love doing this kind of thing, who will literally set up all the tech for you. Uh, I have a couple of clients who have tech VAs because the tech just is not their thing. And so, you know, they know their strengths. They know their weaknesses. They will be sitting there all day trying to sort it out. So they'd rather pay a tech VA and then they can get on and make some money doing something, you know, much better. Or ask people. People love helping people. People love being able to kind of jump in. Like I'm in lots of Facebook groups I'm in an environment where um you know I wasn't entirely sure how to do something in Thrivecart I yeah. went in there and I asked you know and, and people who use it will happily you know tell you um or like with my clients if you do have a coach it's something they might be able to talk you through so I yeah. have also researched and looked into like Kajabi, Kartra, Um, lots of them I know what lots of the others do I just happen to choose these because for the volume I'm doing it at the moment that's fine so ask
0: yeah yeah pay or ask yeah and I I think that's really important because I'm always amazed at how many people will show you the shortcuts that they've learned as well
1: yeah yeah
0: And, and and yeah so good good tip so what kind of difference has that automation made then what would you say you know you've really benefited from you've given us an overview of it but what have been some specific sort of afters that you've had from that
1: um as a kind of side effect of it I think a lot of my clients when they've been through the process you know you have to almost like walks the talk don't you yeah so the fact that they're signing up and they're getting all these automated questionnaires and all these contracts and all these things they're like oh like how did you do that and what you know so then that's kind of showing them how things they could do so you know I have um quite a few clients who have started using Dubsado um And there is an affiliate link with Dubsado, but in actual fact, it works both ways. So the person using the link, so the new person signing up gets 20% off. Oh, that's good. um, As well as I get like credit, I get like a £10 or or $10 or something that goes into my account. So next time when I renew, like it comes off, but the person signing up. So if you are signing up to Dubsado, always find someone with an affiliate link because you get yeah. 20% off. Yeah, you
0: benefit as well, yeah. yeah. And, that's, and there's not many that do that, is there? So that's great.
1: Yeah, and, and so on, they do it twice a year. They have a sale. So again, because Dubsado has no kind of time limit on your, um, like, you know, playing with it. Yeah. Um, They have a sale twice a year, I think I've noticed, where they give you, so for a year, I think it's like, 350 dollars or something
0: yeah
1: and then they discount it to 300 dollars yeah and if you have an affiliate link they still give you the 20 percent off so i paid 240 dollars
0: wow that is good value yeah
1: Yeah. so if you you know pay attention to these things so always a lot of these software things actually there are little
0: affiliate uh, links and little yeah. hacks so again ask someone you know does anyone yeah. i know use this so so a, 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 you know we'll come to the the lessons and the tips that you want to share with people later on but i think you're sharing something really important here so if you've got something that you want to automate uh and you know and you've talked about you know either pay somebody to help you with it or just just ask about it but also it is about the timing isn't it? it's doing your research Yes, making sure you're picking something that you can try, that you can evaluate. Yeah, uh, and you're right. You know, I use uh, Ryan Dyson, the digital marketer, quite a bit for some of their training, and they have flash sales where something that's normally forty-seven dollars will be for twenty-four hours one dollar. Yeah, there are yeah. always these deals about. So you know, use the benefit of the people that are around you as well to tell you. I didn't know things like that about Upsdo well all the listeners do now yeah so again speak to other people when is a good time to buy you know which what's a good process to buy nobody would know that the affiliate is both ways unless you told them
1: yeah yeah it's it's doing it but then i kind of feel like you know as a coach kind of that's part of my job i pay yeah, attention i make do. sure i ask these questions i i i kind of do but ask there'll be someone that knows But it's like i bought a lot of things on black friday um for, i bought zoom yeah uh, because you know there was a link so it's, it is trying to save yourself some money and be smart about yeah. it yeah. there is there is often discounts out there if you look for these things
0: with tech and, and as we're saying you know very often i'm always looking at with the cocktails looking to save a few pennies and you know <laughs> yeah. uh, whilst i didn't do it on the car i do it on other things but you know look after the pennies and the pounds will look after themselves yeah, as, exactly. as my granddad used to say so great yeah. um so I mean, how how's your time been? Because you know, automation for me, you know, uh, was very much about getting time back. But very often, you can get in the trap of working on all these things, which actually takes more time because you don't see the the later gain of time. How's that been for you in in the time saving side of it?
1: So I very much, um, one of the first things I teach my clients is time management Mm. and time blocking. So I'm very, I think as a cake maker, you will not find a cake maker who is successful and does big cakes who does not manage their time well. So the time blocking and the time management came from the cake making. Um, But so I very much pay attention to my time uh i I, there's a free download that i have of a time blocking template it's kind of like one of the entry things that i have into my kind of client journey trying to get people to manage their time because i can teach people as much as they like but if they don't manage their time well they're not going to get things done like you say so i i um other things that I teach people is also about setting things up ready for. So if you're in a period of growing your business, are your systems and processes in place? So Mm. I implemented the automation before I needed to. So I haven't necessarily noticed it saved me a lot of time because I knew that I didn't want to get to the point where I needed it, if yeah. you see what I mean. So yeah. it's almost like a, I'm about to launch a load of workshops and a load of things. And I knew that I wouldn't have time, so yeah. to speak. So and I, I, think, I
0: think that's very important because that's the thing that gets in the way. People look at automation, they look at their systems and their processes, and they wait until they're too busy to put the time <laughs> and effort into yes. them to actually get them load it yeah. up and and learn them so yeah i think that's a really good point do it while you're quiet do it a little bit whilst you know ahead of time it's interesting you said there. i think there's lots of things that you can teach us about cake making and how it fits with business because it is about the preparation isn't it yes and my wife angela will openly say that she's uh, she doesn't like cooking and she's you know she'll say she's not a good cook she actually is what she's not a good thing is uh, she's not a good follower of a recipe okay but even more importantly, and I've never realized this until you've just said this about the time management. If she does something and I'll say, how long's that being in the oven for? Well, I don't know. And if something's got to be in the oven for 30 minutes, <laughs> she has no idea whether it's being in there for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, because she didn't notice the time when she put it in and she's got no idea of how long it's going to be in for. Yeah. And she just keeps checking it to see if it's burnt yet. <laughs>
1: That sounds like my mom I remember uh, my mom like she would cook an amazing roast dinner and uh I'm like one of my ex-boyfriends would be like around there. like what time's dinner and I just think oh god please don't ask that question <laughs> 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 like there was just like it was ready when it was ready and I oh yeah I, would oh, be, yeah. Like, I hear that so many I'm times dad how can you not like because for me i'm very logical i did a physics degree i have a scientific background i'm like all yeah. about the systems and the process so for me like you say if i'm doing some cooking it's like what time do i want dinner to be ready how long does it need to rest for when do i need to put the potato and i work yeah. backwards and that's how yeah. i do everything So I always used to be like, how can you not know when it's
0: ready? But for that, that for me is what businesses need to do as well, isn't it? And I can see how what you do fits so well with the whole, you know, um, sort of way that you work as well. And you are right about that, you know, but every night I say, how long is it going to be for tea? And I know this is a very sexist thing. I should be doing it myself and everything else, but uh, <laughs> we'll we'll cover that in a different topic altogether. And she'll say, 20 minutes. Say, great, I'm going to go upstairs and I'm going to do a Facebook Live. Yeah. I, get, I get upstairs, I stand here, and as soon as I've got upstairs, I get a shout, your tea's ready? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> when was that ever 20 minutes? <laughs> except what you said it was going to be 20 minutes. Well, it was, wasn't it? No, it wasn't 20 minutes.
1: Oh, yeah. But I, uh, in, our, in our
0: businesses, I'm sure so many of the listeners are saying, that's me. Yeah, I'm like that. And you know, why would we not embrace that in our businesses when we know that it's common sense with how we cook and how we feed ourselves <laughs> and how we follow recipes? Why wouldn't we do that in our businesses? And listeners, yeah, that's a great, a great lesson to learn from that.
1: It depends how you want your life to be. I mean, some people, you know, maybe they don't mind, like, running around all over the place and from this and from that and they don't – and everything's overrunning and everything. But, like, to me, I, I just can't cope with my life like that. And I I have to plan things out. And it's kind of like, you know, running a marathon. You can't just all of a sudden walk out the front door and run the marathon you have to work it all the way back with all of the steps from when you're literally running out the front or making it around the block without dying yeah and then like fit it, like and how long is that going to take you so that you know that if the marathon is on the 26th of may or whenever it is you know when do i have to start the running yeah and and yeah. business is like that and yeah. so yeah all of my clients they have the time management lesson
0: (laughs) yes good well I I need some lessons in time as well because I would know it's the 26th of May but I would still try and do it all the night before
1: No, (laughs) no even though
0: I know where it is because you know part of me needs to go to that deadline and uh, yeah it doesn't and that's where it lets you down on things I, I did a wing walk some years ago and that was the first time that I realized how important these kind of things were because I booked the wing walk and I got all the paperwork for, I paid for it as well. And then I saw that the weight limit on the wing of a plane was 13 stone. Yeah, okay. And I thought, well, normally I'm about 13 and a half stone, so that's not too bad. I've got six weeks, I've got half a stone to lose. First thing I did was weigh myself and I was 14 and a half stone. I so I've got, got a stone and a half to lose in six weeks to get on this <laughs> wing of this plane. And that's when I thought, do you know what? Yeah, I need to lose this weight quick. So I did the Atkins diet, the cabbage diet, the, oh, all different kinds of diet. I, I did manage it, and I did get on the wing of the plane. I was 13 stone one pound when they weighed me.
1: Wow.
0: So I just about managed but it. you
1: kind of made it harder for yourself, didn't you?
0: I definitely that's
1: did. the thing. You make it harder for yourself. And so, you know, with my trying to make business a piece of cake, It's putting in those systems, putting in those things so that you're not making things harder for yourself. Correct. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So before we go on to the the, the, the sort of lesson or the tip that uh, the listeners can take away in, in addition to all the other stuff we've just given them, tell the listeners a little bit how they... Uh, can connect with you because it sounds you know so exciting the stuff that you take people through the energy and listeners I'm sure you know I can see Katie bouncing around on screen there uh, (laughs) and the laughter and the smile I know you're going to you know be infected by Katie's content and you know her presence on social media and our website so tell the listeners you know where people can go to to get more of Katie so
1: to get uh the best value is actually my Facebook group. Great. So my Facebook group is called The Missing Piece. So what I like... On theme, I like it. It's still on the theme. Yeah. So what I want people to do is to take a step back, look at their business as a whole, and I kind of have a business, a kind of process to get you to go through to see, you know, which bit are you missing that's going to make all the difference to, to your business to help you move forward. And um, so in there, there's um, a whole heap of lies. We can actually watch me yeah,
0: with all cool. my
1: moving around and bouncing yep. around as you put it. Um, and it's all, all the contents in there in the guides and you can, you can work your way through. So that's on Facebook, the missing piece. Um, yeah. I am obviously on Instagram um, piece of cake coaching um, LinkedIn my actual name is Katie Davis um, yeah. but on my Instagram I
0: love the way you had to think about that just for a split second I listen you couldn't why? see it I actually saw the heads go <laughs> and she had to remember what the surname was
1: you know why because my, my cake business is Katie Bakey and quite a few people have actually come up to me and said is your surname Bakey, Bakey. Like, <laughs> no. no but people call me Bakey Ah, as like a nickname so some of the people that other business owners who I met with my when I was uh through my cake business they kind of call me Bakey, and uh yeah my, my surname seems to have just got lost
0: Katie Bakey,
1: yeah <laughs> in the saying, no one really but knows listeners my don't
0: search for Katie Bakey on LinkedIn search for Katie Davies Davis.
1: yeah and that's uh,
0: D-A-V-I-E-S I-E-S yes yeah. like yes
1: yeah. so, and it's catered with a y not an iu but anyway okay. so on my instagram um i've got one of those link tree things yeah so actually if you find piece of cake coaching on instagram uh in the bio uh, it opens up the link tree and then you can get to my website you can get to the facebook group Perfect. you can download the time blocking template if you really okay. want Great. um and so yeah, so I've I've got that link so tree. So the,
0: the time blocking template, where's where's that located? Now? Is that is that in the Facebook group or is that somewhere? So else? you
1: can get at that from the Instagram.
0: Okay. Great. Um,
1: it's so yeah, if you click on the link in the bio to open the link tree, it actually says time blocking template. Or right. yeah, it's in the group or it's on my website, but if it's you,
0: everywhere. Yeah, it's
1: everywhere. It's everywhere. Good.
0: It's everywhere. Good. So what can the listeners? take away what can they take from this podcast and do something with that you want to share molesting all the tip
1: so the tip that i actually wrote down was a different tip actually to all of the things that we've discussed good um so my other tip is to which is something you touched on just now actually is to pay attention to your own behavior mm. learn to work with it or work around it, or right. put things in place to overcome it. So you mentioned about uh, your like a do it last minute dot com, yep. do it all the night before. It's so, like we can have, I can teach everybody. I can tell everyone all the things. Like you need to check your accounts. You need to check your profit life. You need to do this, you need to do that. I can tell everybody all the things in the world. But ultimately it all comes down to you and whether you're going to implement it and how you do things. And we have a personality and our nature. I am a bit of a last com. you know, yeah, at uni, yeah. I was always putting the assignment, you know, up till the night before. Yeah. Um, so it's trying to be really honest with yourself. Don't pretend that you're going to do it three weeks in advance. If you know you're not, but right. trying to work out, what things you can put in place to stop you from sabotage so i use accountability external accountability quite a lot because if i tell someone else i'm going to do something or i put something in my facebook group i publicly tell someone or I, i don't want to let anyone else down yeah um so no matter what your particular thing is that you do is being honest with yourself and putting something in place to make sure that like, if it, if it works for you, so let's say you do always do a thing the night before, just like make sure that you're not really tired and you know, yeah. you have eaten properly and it's okay to be staying up till two in the morning. If that really is the only way to do it, but it's so, like, be honest, either work with it or put something in place to overcome it.
0: And it's, it's interesting because I've done that myself in some of the deadlines that I've realized I like, I work best to a deadline. Yeah. But if I'm able to push that deadline back, I will. So what I need to do is I found my way of coping with that is that I need to set very concrete deadlines ahead of it. Because I know if why would I think I can do two nights worth of work in one night before? So if I make the deadline three days before, then... I've got a night to celebrate. So I almost go in this cycle of, you know, do it a little bit early and give my time, give myself some time to celebrate at the end. So I found that way of coping with that myself as well. So I think that's really important for listeners to, to be aware of that. Yeah, definitely.
1: It's, it's about being honest with yourself. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we try and convince ourselves like we're not going to do it. or we, we, Next time it'll be different. Next time it'll be different. Like, is it actually going to be different? Like, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> just be honest. It's not.
1: And work with it, or find a way. If it's really a, like stopping you, then you need to find a way of overcoming things. Like I said, I can teach people all the things, yeah, but ultimately you have to be able to actually do it.
0: Yeah, and listeners, one one of the other things I found very useful with some of the people I work with is forfeits. So we usually have a bit of fun with a forfeit because very often, even what we just talked about there. People need a bigger reason to get it done. And it's finding that pain point uh, and have a bit of fun with it as well. So I've I've got somebody, a, a coach that I work with, uh, and he hates Facebook lives. So mm-hmm. we made that the forfeit. And this, this goal has been on his list for three or four sessions. We turned it into a you've got to share your story, your life story on Facebook live with me interviewing you. Lo and behold, it got done. (laughs) (laughs) Because it was such a terrifying thing to go on Facebook Live. So yeah, finding that trigger that helps you get it done as well. Once you actually, as you say, you've got to be honest, Katie, haven't you? You've got to be honest and say, I'm not going to do it.
1: Yeah. If like I have a personal trainer because I am not going to do it. I can I can say what I like unless he comes on Zoom and he's watching, not gonna happen.
0: Uh, great. <laughs> so we can find you uh on linkedin connect with you uh, on facebook join your facebook group the missing piece Yep. okay uh is that a closed group do we have to apply to join or you do
1: have to apply to join yeah okay. that's just a couple Good. of questions just so that i know more about you and your business um you don't have to answer them but if when you do join you do answer the questions obviously then i just have a bit more of an idea of who's in the group and when i'm great. in the content together
0: Great. Okay. Uh, and of course, we can find you on LinkedIn uh, at K T K A T Y mm-hmm. Davies, as I pronounce it, uh, D-A-V-I-E-S, just so it's not, you know, just the spot with the I-S, so it's I-E-S. Uh, and thank you very much for, for being a guest. I've got to ask the final question then. Yeah. If you could take your Winnie the Pooh mug <laughs> and have your green tea.
1: Yeah.
0: Anywhere in the world, what dream location would you take your mug to and have that green tea?
1: So I am rather partial to Champneys.
0: Okay. (laughs) So
1: I do like going to Champneys for the day. Um, And obviously with all the lockdown and everything, I haven't been um yeah. so um and i do actually they give you little tiny tiny paper cups which is really annoying so i do actually take my own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i do i do take my own thing because it's hey, it's more environmentally friendly less wasteful yeah. and i can put more in it but uh yeah i i'm quite looking forward to um so just back.
0: just tell the listeners about where you want to go then because for, for most of the people listening to that they'll go what is that It's
1: a spa. Um, it's a it's a dedicated spa. So it's not like a hotel that happens to have a spa. Yep. It's this old it's the one in Tring, which is beautiful kind of in the countryside, this cute old manor house, and you get some wander around in your dressing gown all day, having massages in the swimming pool, and there's a gym and just basically when you get there it's like have a lovely breakfast and just, yeah. just relax. Bit of pampering. Just a bit of pampering. There's a sauna, there's like everything's just and it's beautiful grounds. So if the with a lovely terrace with a cafe and you can just Great. sit there and just kind of just chill out for a little bit. Yeah. You know and
0: drinking at your own mug, not the small paper cups that they give you when yeah. you get there.
1: Yeah. Saving the but, environment while we're doing it
0: sounds good thank you very much for sharing that you've given us so much takeaway we've had a lot of fun as well it's been an absolute pleasure and hopefully listeners you can sense that we've had some fun while we've been recording this as well Um, who knew that we were going to talk about cocktails porn style martinis uh, (laughs) automation and lessons that we can learn of how to manage our time from baking a cake you know and of course Lots of ways we can connect with you as well, Katie. Thank you very much for being so energetic, giving us so many things to take away. And most importantly, as always, for giving up your time. Really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been lovely.
0: And listeners, of course, this is part of my mission to help businesses, coaches and consultants around the world become better aware. And I think we've had a couple of great sort of tips towards the end of this podcast that we do need to be aware. And we need to be honest with ourselves, as Katie said some great education. You know, we've learned so much about things uh, we can do to automate, but also it's been really interesting to hear about um, the actual products that Katie's used as well. And for many of us, that might not have meant that much, but for a lot of people, it's given us some things that we might not have heard of before uh, and be better educated by knowing that as well. And of course, We've talked about what we drink during the day as well, as well as porn star martinis. Who knows where we're going to go to there? Uh, thank you very much, listeners, for being on this podcast, and I look forward to having you on the next one. Bye for now.